0: that. You're pathetic. No, no. You're full of shit. You know, this is why your mom ditched your stupid ass. This is why your dad was never around. This is why he was at the bar till two in the morning every fucking night. Because you aren't worth spending time with. You just can't get shit. You're such a baby. Why do you think it is that your father preferred the company of whiskey and alcoholics to spending time with his only son? Is it because you're special? Is it because you have something to offer this world? I don't know what you're talking about. That's not even me anymore. <laughs> uh this test three freaking times i have to pass it this time i have to pass it this time what do you mean listen to me put that fucking book down no no that's not it i've just been working so many freaking hours and i've just got all these things going on at the store it's just it's hard to juggle it all that's all it is it's all it is what are you doing you're never gonna pass even if you do pass who are you gonna help who's gonna believe you who's gonna trust you you're almost 40, you haven't done anything like but work in retail. Who's gonna trust their health and their future with you? Why are you wasting your time? I'm done listening to you. No more, It's it, you just need to stop. Give up, you weren't cut out for this. Just saying that, you're just saying that because you want me to not be my best self. You're gonna still go through with it, aren't you? You're still gonna try. You're wrong. This is going to work. This is my mission, and part of my mission is to silence you. You're just gonna be disappointed. I'm stronger than you. Haven't you forgot your- Your words cannot affect me. Bye. Woo! All right, everybody, welcome to the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul podcast with Coach Jerry. I am your host, Coach Jerry. And I do need a little minute uh, whew, after that. Um, so that was something that I was a little bit reluctant to share, and, uh, but I thought it was so appropriate and so fitting for today's topic. Uh, today's topic is one of my favorite things in the world to talk about. Um, in case, for those of you who don't know, uh, I started this podcast to share my heart and soul and the truth about health and rehabilitation. Uh, I firmly believe we all have the ability to break the programming that has been ingrained into us. And that programming has led us to believe that we always need a doctor. We always need a pill or some sort of drug or something to take whenever we feel bad. And quite honestly, that's, you know, that's that's morphing into the holistic, natural healing world as well. But that's something that, you know, it's our job to be able to discern through that. So the actual truth is that your body was made to heal. Like your mind, body and soul complex will guide each other to the solution. That's just the way it is. And today's episode is brought to you by something I'm very excited to bring to you. This is Jerry's Organic Superfood and Supplements lineup. I've partnered with a company who provides the gold standard in supplements, meal replacements, and the highest quality CBD on the market. Click my LinkFly link in my bio, and you can save $50 today. So I know that sounds kind of ironic after what I just said, but quite honestly, that's the reason why I did it is because – There's so much out there as far as people just recommending taking this supplement, take this drug, take this supplement, take this drug, right? And the fact of the matter is it's got to be, it's got to be a good combination of, of both worlds. You've got to have use, use excellent discernment, right? When we are navigating our rehabilitation process and our healing process. So today I, it is my pleasure to bring onto the show. Someone who I very much look up to and I have for a couple of years now, you know, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, like I said, in the whole wide world, and that is answering the call from God. What call am I talking about? The call from God to get your ass moving, on your mission, on your purpose, why you were put here. And a big part of that intro video was basically a gross exaggeration of a lot of the a lot of the battles that that I fought as I was going through my answering of God's call. and there was a lot of that questioning, are you sure? Like, are you sure you can do this? Are you sure this is the right move for you? I'm looking, are you sure this is the right move for me? So when I reached out to Kirsty a couple of weeks ago and said, what do you want to talk about? And I'd already had the idea for this video in my mind for a similar broadcast and she just lays it out there. And I'm like, ah, yes, please let's do this. But I mentioned earlier that I've been looking up to Kirsty for a while. And uh, you know, every once in a while you, you come across somebody and, and for whatever reason, like you like their style, you like their delivery, you like their message and Kirsty is definitely one of those. And just so happens last summer while I was at the Czech Institute, getting certified for integrated movement science level four, Kirsty was there and she was filming and just being super busy, just not getting anybody's way, but just staying on task and efficient, grabbing us on our breaks and having us film clips and whatnot. But, but as a Kirstie, as I've been following your content, your content is amazing. Like, it is absolutely amazing. And I think a lot of us, you know, like, we miss each other's content sometimes, right? Because we're all busy trying to spread the same message. But I wanted to take the opportunity. and I'm so glad that you agreed to come on and join me. But I want to take the opportunity to show you off to my audience, because they're used to listening to me blab all the damn time. But I want to I want them to get a taste of you, because you just have this way of delivering the truth and in a in a very matter of fact way, but also in a way that's digestible and discernible for the, for the audience. So uh, I could sit here and talk about you all day, but I'm sure everybody would love to hear, hear what you have to say. So Kirsty, you're, you know, you, you specialize in health and exercise kine- kinesiology. Um, much like myself, you're studying at the Czech Institute. You're up to IMS level two, HLC level three. And in your past life and current life, what brought you into the Czech Institute is my understanding. A big part of it was your obstacle course training specialty. And uh, with that being said, what got you, what got you into this? What got you not only into coaching and and guiding people, but it takes a different cat to like go into the check system. So what got you interested into pursuing this level of coaching and clinical rehabilitation?
1: Mm, Yeah. Thank you. One. I just want to say, thank you. I'm excited to be here and share. And, and uh, yeah, it's a very interesting story because, because I started out just as a personal trainer and I say just a personal trainer because When I started, I didn't know how integrated the body was mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And I was pretty heavy into obstacle training at that point. I was competing at a high level on American Ninja Warrior. And what started to happen is I started to get physical bodily aches and pains. I was having GI issues. I was having sleep issues. I was having anxiety issues. It got to the point in competing where if I went like one degree back, like I would like spasm and then one degree forward and I would just spasm. And thankfully, because I was in Missouri at the time, thankfully the owner of the obstacle training facility that I was at was actually a Czech practitioner. And that's who kind of opened the door to me. But then I was able to take the courses and realize Oh my God, there's a lot more here than just working out and just moving my body and obstacle training. And it took the pain teacher and a complete annihilation of my life in every area. Like I waited until that pain teacher was like up to here and it just kind of like destroyed every aspect of my life. And then it was like, You know what? I think Paul Check might have something here. I think I'll try and get my sleep in. I think I'll try and work on my mindset. I think I'll try and eat clean foods. And as soon as I started to make that transition, my life just radically shifted. And I'm not saying I don't have challenges. I'm not saying I don't, you know, get those opportunities. But what happened is I realized that there was a whole nother side of fitness and health and well-being And then once I started implementing those, I became my own, you know, test subject. And then my partner also became my test subject. And he ended up losing like 70 pounds. And it just kind of started my journey. And once I realized it worked, it was like, oh, I want to know more. I want to know more. Like once I took that HLC one, oh my gosh, I want to know more. How does this relate to my beliefs? I want to know more. How does this relate to my programming? And it just kind of took off from there. But it was a real huge pain teacher and life crisis that actually brought me to the Czech Institute to realize, wow, I need to, I need to incorporate a whole lot more with my life and with my clients' lives.
0: Yeah. And so this is obviously, you know, a common, a common occurrence in the world of sports, right. But in the world of life as well, but quite often, I don't know about you, but the pattern I see in people is um, one thing I've kind of adopted lately as a message is, is you know we live in this area between pain and injury right and this is like where most people like spend their their time and energy and trying to figure it out and then when they get to injury then they get corralled into the american medical system which is just a pharma for the drug system as you well know but before then there's a lot of opportunity to optimize your situation. And like you mentioned earlier, the pain teacher, that's really God communicating with your soul, your mind, your body, and being like, hey, <sniffs> hey, if you get this taken care of, you might be able to like get on that mission for you that we got uh-huh. for you. Uh, but a lot of people, they, they spend a lot of time trying to figure it out on their own. Was that something you had experienced, Christy? Or did you just like go seek the, the, most, the most logical answer and, and solution you could find?
1: Oh, it, it, I mean, it was just that catastrophic hit and then it was like, OK, I need to go looking for the answers and I need to figure it out because there were numerous, numerous calls. You know, it was a tap at first.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then
1: and then that tap got louder. And then the two by four came in and then yep. and then the bus came in. But, yeah, it, it was it was just going to seek other practitioners because in Missouri there there wasn't many. There wasn't many. And so it was just going to seek it out, read about it start listening to what Paul's saying, what books is he recommending, being open minded because when I first started, I wasn't so open minded and I was very rigid with my beliefs. Oh sure. And, and what I thought health was. Yeah. Uh, sure. And and so yeah, I would say it was a, a big seeking. And that seeking's still there. I mean, as you know, it's kind of yeah. like a never ending seeking. That's the funnest part. Finding how I can make my life better.
0: <laughs> yep. 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 Exactly. Yep. So now personal growth, like personal growth, hero's journey, like all these things, they've almost become cliche buzzwords, you Mm -hmm. know, Uh, but we hear about it all the time. But like, if we were really like chop it up and and break that down, like quantify it a bit in your opinion, observation, experience, whatever touchstone of wisdom that you want to call on right now, what is an actual growth opportunity look like for somebody?
1: Mm, yeah, that's a great question. You know, it's interesting because I think I think we've become so identified that a growth, growth opportunity has to mean pain and it has to mean challenging or hurtful. The yeah. thing that I've learned along my journey is a growth opportunity doesn't have to necessarily be painful. For me, it was about getting quiet and learning to listen to what my soul had to say or learning to listen to what the signs around me were wanting to say so like an example is back in 21 i knew that there was a big shift that was coming and that was occurring and what ended up happening is is me and my partner we decided we were going to uproot our life and and you know just change and and decide to rv our life around well You know, within 10 days of RV, that whole plan ended up changing because I was at Paul's house and I'm like, okay, there's something inside me that's telling me I need to stay. And normally when I wasn't aligned and I wasn't healthy, I couldn't hear those as much. And so I was like, hey, you know what? I think we need to stay in California. And he was like, all right, we're going to do it. And so it's just those opportunities come in little voices and they start in little voices. And they'll, in my opinion, they get louder. And the longer you wait, in my opinion, and in my experience, the longer you wait, that's when it can become more painful, but the opportunities, it's just getting quiet and listening, noticing what's around us, what animals are coming around, what, you know, what are other people saying to us? There would be times when I would ask a question Out to the universe and just looking for the answer and I literally would see it on a billboard I would see it like on a billboard and so growth opportunities I think are everywhere and they don't have to be massively shift your life and move across country and give everything up but it could be like hey tap 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 you're starting to get an adrenal fatigue and you're really not happy with your job And here's a growth opportunity for you to choose to go deeper into yourself and find what you really love in this life or stay here and kind of feel it a little bit longer. And that tap gets louder and louder. And so for me, especially when I was unhealthy, I I didn't hear the taps because I didn't trust myself. And then when I learned to get quiet and listen to that voice and trust myself myself those growth opportunities, I started to see them a little bit more and trust when I make the choice to make the change for growth, it doesn't have to be so painful.
0: <laughs> oh God, that's beautiful. Beautiful. And this is what I meant, guys. This is what Kirsty does with words and 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 editing and clips and videos. And she's has this great way of just taking like this big ethereal concept and, and condensing it down to human words. It's a it's a beautiful gift, Kirsty. And you know what I heard. What came up for me when you were talking was Carl Jung, mm. and you know his theory on synchronicities. And yes. I, I don't even want to attempt to like paraphrase or or even quote him on it. But I, I will give my takeaway on it. And basically, what I took from his his teachings in that particular arena is basically once we stop resisting the message from Source, the message from God, right? That's keeping us the choices we're making or choosing to stay out of alignment, remain out of alignment. Once we stop resisting that, then we are open to what's causing that pain, putting ourselves back in alignment. But then those synchronicities start happening, Mm. as you were saying, and it's serendipity, it's synchronicity. And Mm. if we're not aware and we're not open to healing the pain at the root cause, if we're not open to that, we're just going to, we're not even going to listen, right? We're not even Mm -hmm. paying attention. It just goes right Mm -hmm. over our freaking head. And we see that over and over again. And, and w- what you describe is, you know, what I communicate to to my clients and the like is is that's just being attuned. Attuned to what? <laughs> right?
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> attuned to what? Yeah. Ah, that's the big question. It's just like now we're going to test your faith here. We're going to test your true beliefs yeah. on source and your relationship with God and, and what have you. So, and it
1: does real quick. It does have a lot of trust. Like oh, when you are making that change, like, you know, when I first started with that, it was like, okay, change my mindset. Where is it? And it's like, you know, allow it, allow it to process, allow it to go. And so that what you resist persist. Yeah. And if you don't deal with it, it'll come. And then if you do deal with it, give yourself compassion Yeah. And kindness and trust the process and surrender that, you know, you're on your journey and you're going the right way.
0: Correct. Correct. And so this is something that, and I'm glad you brought that up because I see this a lot and do not get offended. People, the, my, my, my wonderful religious friends, don't get offended by this, but I see a lot of turmoil that occurs in my Christian clients and.
1: Grew up Catholic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. A lot you yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's a big part of it. But there is this lack of true faith that keeps them out of alignment. So um, and I'm not saying that has anything to do like I read the Bible every day, guys. Like, you know, I, I, I look into every possible way to explore God there is in my within my my resource realm. Right. Which is like mm-hmm. what I can find, what I have time for, what have you. But I'm very, very interested in the concept of God. But more than that, people's interpretation of God. Mm. So we have to trust that the message we're receiving is the true message, right? Mm. And that's not easy for those that lack faith, mm-hmm. that lack the clarity, that lack whatever processes that it takes for you to stay in touch with, with, with your alignment path. So you obviously have full faith that the path you're on, as do I, that the path you're on is in alignment with your soul's mission, which comes directly from our Creator in my humble opinion you can't convince me otherwise so what would you say to somebody that says yeah kirstie how does one know how does one know that that we're actually following Mm. the calling from the source
1: Mm. well the first thing that i would say on that too is like the fact that you have doubt come in is totally normal yeah (laughs) it's totally normal it's, it's a, it's a muscle. It's a, you know, there's mm. there's numerous times when, when we moved out here, we had a lot of challenges up front, but we were creating something new. And there were moments where I did have to pause and stop and say, what is, what is my end goal? Where do I want to go? And mm-hmm. my overall end goal is, does it make me happy? Does it make me happy? Is, is going on my journey making me happy is making this choice making me happy is the change that I'm looking towards does that make me happy and it doesn't mean that doubt never comes in of course doubt can come in but that's just a voice that's where that's why I loved your introduction is you know my inner critic her name's Olga (laughs) her (laughs) name's Olga and she's this old like old like super kyphotic has a cane and so when I
0: Dowager's (laughs) hump. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Completely horrible smoker, like has raspy voice and a cane. And I picture when I'm having this doubt come up and I'm having these thoughts come up of like, oh my gosh, am I really on the path? Am I really in alignment with where I want to go? I think about almost identifying it with her and she's got her little cane and she's just poking me and stuff like that. And I think that that can be a good thing because if you're just blindly going on this path being like, woo, we're going to do this and I'm not going to think about it. You can miss the signals that maybe mm-hmm. you were going on this path and now it's time to pivot over here and now it's time to pivot over here. But yeah, getting really quiet with yourself and asking yourself the powerful questions. What is my end goal? What am I hoping that it looks like? And when I say end goal, it might just be end goal for this, This certain dream, because you know, once you get one goal, you create another and you create another and you create another. But taking those moments to pause and ask yourself, What is my end goal? What choices am I making? Am I happy? Am I enjoying the tribe that's around me? Who am I wanting to become? Am I making Mm -hmm. those choices in this time to be that person? And when reflecting on those, if you're like, No, I'm not happy, or No, the choices that I'm making aren't creating more happiness in my world, then I would look at what, what is your goal? Maybe it's more ego driven than it is soul driven. And, and having that authentic look, like when I was being on a, when I was on American Ninja Warrior it was, you know, it was really ego driven. I wanted people to see me and I wanted people to know who I was. And it did take a lot of, you know, that pain teacher coming in, but I wasn't asking myself those questions. I wasn't asking what really made me happy. Was it happy just doing the sport or was I then going to be happy once I made the victory and then people gave me the credit I felt like I deserved? So taking moments, asking yourself important questions, and then allowing yourself to change. There's moments when I've been creating something for myself and I'm like, you know what? That isn't my dream anymore. I've yeah. been in it a little bit and that's totally okay. And I've loved the journey that I've had up to this point, but I think I would be happier more if I started changing my, my practice over this way, or if I started seeing clients in this way, or if I started to create my life this way and giving yourself permission to change your mind, but it really comes down to honest, authentic conversations with yourself and then honest reflection of your life and your choices. In Yeah, my
0: opinion. totally, totally, okay. absolutely. And, so much there to unpack and and there's a couple things that that came up there that uh for us they're just givens but for the audience they might not be and one thing before the comments start coming in or or the dms or the um you know the what have you that start pouring in guys w- w- we understand that, that everything that we do has to be based on on solid foundational core values and you know, really getting in touch with your true purpose and what have you and, and everything Kirsty's talking about, that work would have already been done. So that is that is absolutely foundational. And then what I love about about your message and, and the way you you sold it was like what you just said there, that could be that could be applied to really just about any belief concept, right? Like that, you know, in the world of Christianity, that would be what are you being led by? Right. What what is it? Are, are you following the Holy Spirit? Are you following Christ? Right. And then we get in arguments about things that don't matter. But the, the whole purpose there is like, how does Kirsty know that it's OK to switch paths after she's already established her dream? You know, and this is a step to the dream. And then she can she can switch. Right. And not feel like she's lost touch with living in alignment. And the answer is because if you are guided by your soul. Which is connected directly to God. If that is what is guiding you, then that is the only time it's okay to do that, in my humble opinion, right? And because the way these things work, the way Source works, the way God works, the way our purpose works, is sometimes we have to really believe that the thing that we are about to attack right now, in your case, the Ninja Warrior, right? You know, some of my clients, maybe it's, it's mixed martial arts or some competition that they're preparing for. But we have to really believe that that is our big mission right now, our big mm-hmm. mission in life. We have to do this, right? But once we get there and we realize that ain't it, well, without that experience, how do we make the proper pivot towards our true purpose? We had to have that experience. And if we, if God would let us know at the beginning, this isn't the end goal. Well, I've never trained for, for Ninja Warrior, but I can imagine that there are many days where you're training much harder than you would have if you weren't going for that. Right? Yeah, and so so guys, before the comments start rolling in, like that's where that's coming from, and and it's all about what are you being guided by, right? Am I hearing you right, Kirsty? Like, yeah, what, is your soul guiding you, or like you mentioned, your ego? And I want to dig into that here pretty soon too, because yeah, like you brought that up.
1: Absolutely, and and you know, I was going to say as well, like what's beautiful is when you are on your journey. Like, even though that part of my life was more ego driven. The things that I learned during that period have helped me with where I am now and yeah. have helped me with the the vision I'm living out now. So just because you might be on that journey and it may not, you may be in it and you're like, oh, sh- this is no longer my path. Don't think that that time there is going to go to waste by Correct. no means. That's Correct so important in the end result of stuff that it, it matters. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, you can't build a house with just concrete and rebar, but when it's time to pour the foundation, there's nothing more important than that, right? Exactly. <laughs> got, that is all of a sudden exactly. the number one thing that we're focusing on. Yeah. Um, and so, so we can talk about like the benefits of, of answering that call and taking action on it and trusting and having faith in the process, right? Being guided by the right things. But we all have probably countless times not answered that call. So what happens when someone doesn't answer the call? What, what is the what? What is at stake?
1: Yeah, in in my opinion, and this is from my experiences from my experience with clients, is the pain teacher starts to come in, unhappiness starts to come in, depression starts to come in because we're living our life usually for other people and that's usually out of our programming and we start we start feeling almost this stagnation or for me I felt this stuck feeling like I was in a box and my health started to decline and my behavior started to become more erratic and I was lashing out at the people that I loved and I was lashing out at myself. And so for me, in my experience and all that is, is it starts to pull you away and create almost your own hell on earth versus your own heaven on earth. And I don't want to say like, just because you follow your soul, you're not going to have challenges like, you know, the last four or five months of 2022 was very intense and, and very emotional, but I still knew that even though these were tough decisions I had to make, it was clearing things out Mm
0: -hmm. so that I
1: could open up and receive more and create more in alignment with where I wanted to go.
0: Absolutely. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And so we, we talked about, uh, we've talked about ego a little bit, and I guess Mm -hmm. now is the time to unpack that. So would you share with the audience, like what you would say the difference is truly between the ego and the soul and why are they both necessary if they are both necessary?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say I am no expert by any means. I feel yeah, like who anytime, is? That, really? <laughs> I feel like anytime I sit down on Paul's lecture about ego and soul, I'm still like mind boggled. So this is this is my understanding of it. You know, the ego, the ego can be a very beautiful thing. It's, it's what makes us this individual. On this earth, it makes a sense of who Kirsty is and that driven, and it's kind of like what that saying, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Yeah. So knowing that um being a performer just makes my ego so happy, yeah. and you know, people recognizing me makes my ego so happy, but mm-hmm. at the same time, if I am just like just discard that altogether. I'm technically losing an aspect of myself that has helped drive me. And so I think it's about having a healthy relationship with that. It's totally okay to be known as long as I'm in alignment with my soul purpose. Mm-hmm. So I believe that soul, in my opinion, is that connection with divinity, that connection with God, connection with source, whatever you whatever you want to call that. And that is really the real mission of why I'm here, because my soul could give two shits whether people know me. It yeah. could give, you know, it it could give two shits, but yeah, if it doesn't care, what's going to get me up, moving, and going?
0: Right, right. I like to say, I mean, you know, if the ego is unnecessary, you know, there's there's a lot of like, well, you got like like Abrahamic religions, and they don't really talk about the ego per se, right? They use different different terminology. Then you've got like the Eastern philosophies, who, when misinterpreted, people think that they advocate for just getting rid of the ego. And in fact, yes. I, I guess I guess some would actually outwardly say, "Kill the ego."
1: That's my a whole, huge thing.
0: Yeah, my whole my whole thing is like, if guys, if that was the whole point, what's the point of the meat suit? Why even bother coming down, putting on a meat suit, incarnating or being created? Whatever your belief structure is, um, you know, I personally, I personally believe if you follow these back. back deep enough. And if you get into esoteric shit and and the mystical shit, it's all the same thing. Cause there, I mean, how many gods can there be? Right. And uh, you know, if we take a look at many belief systems, God has an ego and they don't want to talk about that. Right. And it's just like, is that possible? Because what is ego? Ego is duality, right? One of the hardest questions to answer is what is God? But what's a really simple answer question to answer in my opinion is what is God not? God is any God is not separate. That's the only thing God is not. Is separate in my humble opinion in in my personal definition. So if we're look at it like that the only thing that God is not is separate then God cannot have an ego. Right? So it's up to us to have an ego.
1: Mhm.
0: Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and I do
1: think that that's a big thing in culture where people are like kill your ego, kill your ego. And I don't yeah. think I don't that's think it's about saying that. I think it's about having a healthy relationship with your ego and, you know, yeah. I've had a few instances this past week to two weeks where I was like and I was like full on in it like I got for something and I just looked at some people I knew and I go my ego ate it up.
0: I oh sometimes you know I get in there and I just I just bathe in the shit. I don't care. Like just go with it. it Go with it. And then yeah
1: and then I'm just like and that's beautiful and that's great and that was a great experience. But if I keep making my choices because it felt good to my ego then I can find myself in a very hard spot because it's ego driven but right. to deny that that my ego liked it would then also be then the reverse thing of it and still cause still
0: cause things with it sorry about that helicopter absolutely me. oh it's okay <laughs> the fbi <Yep. laughs> we got an fbi and atf office going in right below me so it's kind of a funny joke right now yeah absolutely absolutely you know it's the whole you know kill your ego thing and but what's saying that is that your ego that's telling me to kill my ego or is it your soul telling me
1: so to kill my ego? right,
0: right. absolutely yeah. absolutely and yeah. if what is what is ego really like what is the expression of ego well that's our personality right without our personality what are we right And so it's like the whole mission is, is to get the healthiest relationship with your ego through the lens or yeah, through how you're using your personality. Mm -hmm. And the more that you can effectively use your personality, the more your ego and your soul are working together as opposed Mm -hmm. to apart. And what's the problem? Your personality. So, so let's just, you know, let, let's just look at it for what it is. That doesn't mean kill the ego because then you Mm -hmm. kill your personhood. You're not a person. Mm -hmm you know Mm -hmm. it's um, like
1: uh it's like equal to in my opinion it's equal to the shadow if you don't look at the shadow and you don't deal with the shadow it's gonna come up
0: exactly 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 and one might argue that's our whole mission on this whole on this rock right that's that's the whole reason why we're doing this right is to expose all those shadows because in the ethereal realm there are no shadows right i mean it's just what's there to hide there's no ego there's no personality there is no person right it's just Mm -hmm. you here I am. So anyway, I think it's all, it it lies somewhere in between probably in between like some strict religious perspective. And like, it's all just a game. It lies in there somewhere, like the answer's in there somewhere. And we probably wouldn't be able to describe it with words anyway. It's like, we've got two dimensional words to explain 11th dimension concept. Like it can't be done. It can't be done.
1: It cannot be done. As soon as we put it in words, we've ruined it.
0: Oh gracious. Oh yeah. I mean, I was at a Bible study a couple weeks ago. And, and if any of you guys are watching, you know, I love you. You know, it was, we got into a couple semantics, right? And it was like, one of the ones that just cracked me up was like, do you believe this is the written word of God? And I'm like that book that you got your hand on right there with your name on it. Yeah, man, we're going to have to clear some shit up before I answer that question safely. Because first of all, what is God? Right. And then that's where it started. That's where it started, you know, and then it just boils down to, well, either that book's the written word of God, not the written word of God, or every book is the written word of God, because where does God stop? Right. And we can keep playing this game. I got a lot of shovels. Let's keep digging. (laughs) Uh, Like, let's keep going. Right. Yeah. And so knowing that obviously there is a difference between the two and, and, you know, to be guided by one and not guided by the other, like that leads to over and under expression, expressing who we truly are. Mm. Right. And would you say that in your past life being guided by the ego more so than the soul, what were some of the shadows that that created in your life that you are now glad that you've illuminated?
1: Mm. Tons of insecurities, Mm. tons of insecurities, tons and tons of insecurities of, you know, not being enough, not being smart enough, not being the best check practitioner not you know
0: know, um, all the checkies are like yeah
1: (laughs) yeah you know when it comes to business relationships you know over finding myself in burnout and fatigue because i didn't feel like i was enough and so i felt Mm. like i had to do more and then i would stay up late doing stuff and then you know in personal relationships not feeling worthy enough to call in beautiful partners to be with you know and and then just not thinking that I'm worthy for the life that I truly want to live and and those insecurities just came flooding out like so many of them and and then once once you know I started to acknowledge them it was it was great because it was like it's okay to be insecure about that and then work on it like Okay, if I'm insecure and thinking my work's not an, you know, not enough, where did that come from? Where does that belief stem from? Who told me I wasn't enough? Why? Who says what enough is? Yeah. What determines that? Yeah. Where's the line? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where's the line? And so it was tons and tons and tons of insecurity, and it was almost like this vicious cycle of the insecurity would come up, so I would make an ego-driven move to try and like hide it. It's kind of like stuffing things behind you. Or like a toddler thinking they're getting away with something, but they're not getting away with anything. And it just built and built and built. And it was like this this cycle of mm-hmm. insecurity, ego-driven thing. Another insecurity came on top of it, ego-driven thing. And so by the time I chose to look back at it, it was a big old pile of insecurities that I had to deal. Well, I didn't have to. I chose that it was finally time for me to look at them and deal with them because it didn't feel good.
0: Right. Right. And, and like how many people listening to this now or later are going to hear that and go, that's me. Right. Guess what? That's everybody. That is everybody. Right. Like, who is that not describing guys? And what she just said is, is to the point, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. So long as you don't know what enough really means, you don't know what adequate really means right because for all intents and purposes it's it's bullshit made up fallacy fantasy land la la woo woo fluffy airy fairy shit right adequate doesn't exist as a whole in other words you can't say that kirsty is adequate or inadequate as a person right now when it comes to slam dunking a basketball i can tell you right now i am 100 percent inadequate to slam dunk a basketball from there with you (laughs) on a 10 foot rim. Right. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Right. Mm -hmm. But so long as that we we're tied into that illusion and this is, you know, in my coaching world, this is part of the work with the false core that I do with people, but that's like this belief that we form about ourselves. It's just absolute nonsense, but it's so powerful and it's so seducing, so seductive. That it just it uses its sorcery on us, and 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 everything we do is Mm -hmm. tied into that that feeling Mm -hmm. of whether it be worthless, inadequate, Mm -hmm. or you know whatever yours is, Christy. But Mm but you one that one day we're feeling on top of the world. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, I'm just everything's great, right? Well, why? said this happened, and I'm Mm -hmm. so adequate for the minute. That's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right. And then
1: and then we fall in that cycle of thinking that every single day needs to be that. And we're like running ourselves yeah. into knowing burnout. it's
0: temporary, right? Yeah. temporary Because I know I'm inadequate. So like this feeling of adequacy is only going to yeah. last a minute, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just, but you, you mentioned like you said something about childish, right? And when we get to that space, when we get to that space where we can be present, balanced, right. And create the time and space and energy we need to actually address that. And then once you do like, I don't know about you, Kirsty, but for me, whenever I drill that stuff down with myself or with others, it's always we just have the best laugh because it is Mm -hmm. it's child. It's like a kid telling you, telling you, you know, like I made an elephant. That's not an elephant. That's a blue. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's a cute little elephant. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I'm going to put it right here. Right. It's just like almost a similar process once you get there. But when you're in the middle of it, it's just so like real.
1: Yeah. Well, and not only that, like as you're through it, like, and that this is where, like, I think at least for me, my ego was like, don't show emotions. How dare (laughs) you? Like, How dare you? You know what I mean? Feel. And like the biggest thing was like when I gave myself permission to feel and it's like, oh my gosh, it's okay to cry or it's okay to just be in complete pleasure or it's okay to like whatever and it's like oh my gosh we're throwing all these crazy rules on ourselves we're just passing them down and it's like no like i don't agree to that i don't want to pass that on you know being close with zo and mana learning to teach them and being like you you know the sky's the limit man yeah you can go anywhere you can like mana's really good with his like money mindset like he's like one time he's like 50 bucks no problem i'm like hell yeah man yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, get that, get that. You know, and I think it's about encouraging that. and
0: Totally, yeah. Kids are yeah. just so. I mean, you get a kid to be individuated so quick, like you know what I mean. It's just like, of course, that belief is silly. Why wouldn't it be silly, right? It's like, yeah, yeah I can do this, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they they believe in Superman and Santa Claus, like so, like that. Let's mm-hmm. teach them. Let's teach them. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. I, I watch what you and you and Michael do with them, and and it's it's just it's it's awesome. It is just awesome. um and so as we're as we're winding down, Kirsty, I got a couple of surprise questions for you. Absolutely. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing you can't handle, I promise. Um, but the first thing first thing I want to ask you is, is uh, I'm sure you have paid attention to my content and a big a big focus of my attention is on the absolute sorcery and, and manipulation that has gone on these last mm-hmm. two plus years. Right. Mm-hmm. How they really just showed us how stupid they think we are. And I take offense to that. I choose to be offended. Mm. I choose.
1: I like the wording you put there. I choose. <laughs> I choose.
0: And it's it. T- you want to talk about not- someone who doesn't get offended. Holy shit. But I also choose to maintain a certain level of, I don't want to say anger, but awareness. Right. And ready mm. to, mm. ready to confront, mm. not necessarily people, but confront the situation in any time that I feel is appropriate. So mm. that being said, obviously. Not everybody agrees with me and that's okay. But what is the biggest takeaway that you could say you've hung on to from the last couple of years personally and what you've observed from the collective?
1: When you mean, hold on to,
0: what do you mean? <clears throat> what is a takeaway you've gotten from the last couple of years?
1: Oh, oh, well, you know, what's great is I think they both are in the same category.
0: Okay. I think All
1: right. my cool. And the collective self-responsibility. Mm. Self-responsibility, taking care of your health, showing up for yourself, not 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 creating a mommy and daddy figure to tell you what you need to do because self-responsibility is not allowing yourself to be brainwashed, is not allowing, you know, doing the full research. And so, and, and, and it's amazing because I feel like over the two years, my self-responsibility has gone up so much and it's given me more sovereignty to make decisions that I feel are best for me. And I think for myself, the self-responsibility and for other people who have taken the opportunity to become self-responsibility have stayed aware of certain scare tactics or fear that they that i believe that they're kind of pushing onto the collective and the self-responsibility yes. just allows you to figure out you know how to best support yourself and how to support your tribe and how to have compassion for yourself and have compassion for other people as well without them running over your boundaries and without them seeing your voice if that oh. makes
0: sense Oh, absolutely it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense, right? I think that all points to individuation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you individuated? Are your thoughts and beliefs yours? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and like you said, that personal responsibility. And and you brought something up that's very, very poignant. Even even though it, it, that people weren't really listening closely, they might have missed it. But here's, I'm gonna, I'm not like. Not individuals, but I am going to call out the coaching industry, the health coaching industry, and in particular, the holistic health coaching industry. And here is why. Because you cannot say in one breath, speak like Kirsty and I have been talking here for the last hour. Hey, you know, this is important, that's important, ego this, soul that, right? We've been jamming on all all the popular topics. But you can't say in the same breath, you don't need this jab, you don't need this, I'm sorry. You don't need this belief system. you don't need to be guided by fear. Yeah. Great, that's gonna get the whole show canceled. way to go, Jerry um, I said the word dang it. even I even got know right here, don't say vaccine. Um, but, um, but cats out of the bag. But you know the last couple of years and I've watched it and I've watched it and I've been paying attention. and if you if you know who you are, you can't tell people don't be guided by fear. You can't tell people your body is made to heal. You can't tell people make sure that you, you accept your beliefs as your own. You don't adopt everybody else's program, yada, yada, yada. You can't deliver that same message and at the same time be scared to talk about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the people that are out there, if you are not sharing your feelings, you are part of the problem. You are part of the damn problem one way or the other. One way or the other. And I'm not saying that means you have to agree with me or people like me. But damn it, let people know where you stand. Let people know where you stand. Because a lot of people don't want to talk about it and I get it. And a lot of people don't want to hear it and I get it. But tough shit.
1: And right? I think yeah. you can do I think you can do it with love. I think there's this 100%. perception that you yeah, that you can't like you like you right. have to be this like rah rah. Like no, you can so Yeah, that's just how I do it. You don't You're... have to know everybody. Oh, I love your style. Yeah,
0: but that's me, right? That's me. That's my personality. When I get worked up, I'm like on top of the hill. Let's go. Let's Mm -hmm. roll. Come on. Come on. We're Mm going to push this boulder up this hill, you and I, Mm -hmm. right? Or Mm -hmm. guarding our, guarding our, our, what we, what we treasure. But guys, if you give people a place to run where they can go hide and not think about the fact that there's evil people trying to take over the world. And I know that sounds like a cartoon, but what is it really? What do you call it, right? If you want, if you give people that place to hide where they cannot hear about it, then they're not going to hear about it. So, if you really believe strongly that this is all BS, then it's time. It's time for every one of you to stand up and say something about it. Otherwise, shut up. Quit DMing me. Okay. All right. Notice is out there. All right. (laughs) It's been said. All right. and, Kirsty, it was just like your response motivated me, okay? So, and then the, and the, and the final one right here. Yeah, Akashic Records time, all right? We're going to pull from and contribute to those Akashic Records, right? The, the collective consciousness and unconsciousness. If you could share one message with all of humanity, and it's going to get out there, mm. and it will be available for the rest of time, what mm. would that be? Hmm.
1: Always be yourself. Doesn't matter who's along for the journey. Because the people who are supposed to be along for the journey are going to be along for the journey. And if you're acting like someone who you are not, you're going to build friends. And you're going to build a life. And you're going to build everything around you that's not you. And you have this facade and it gets heavy. It gets so heavy the longer you do it. And what's beautiful is there's only one you like the weirdest Shit, you do is amazing. Like, do that. Like, be quirky. Be weird. Do that thing because that weirdness and that quirkiness and that point of you is what's going to bring in your authentic tribe. That's what's going to bring in the authentic life that's that's you. And you don't have to have all these different masks of like, okay, I'm going over here and I'm throwing on this mask, or going over here and I'm throwing on this mask. You literally just breathe and be you and I know that can be hard like trust me I've lost friends I've disconnected from some family members I've gone through some of that stuff and I've also called in more tribe that's more aligned with who I am I don't feel like I have to hide who I am I don't feel like I have to hide my weirdness you know I was talking with someone today about like not feeling like I have to be someone different when I'm doing something live versus pre-recording it. Like you just, <laughs>
0: right.
1: you just get to be you. You just get yeah. to be you. And, and you're not, you're not going to attract everyone and that's okay. And that's good. But when you're you, you really get in a line with a life that you love, in my opinion, and in my experience and things that I have, have liked. And uh, it can be scary at first, especially when you're by people who aren't supportive. But if you just keep going and don't let them throw water on your light, like protect that light. Mm -hmm. Like I used to think about it as like, uh, I think I read it in a book is it's it's like an egg and it's a delicate egg and not everyone gets to hold it because it can drop. It's fragile. It can crack. But the more you nurture it, it's going to get bigger and it's going to get bigger and you're going to have tribes. And I mean, like, you know, the people by me, I am just like, who I am and learning to do that on social media. That was the biggest thing. I post yeah. when I feel like posting and I'm gonna post on what I feel like posting about. And if you want to watch, great. And if you yep. don't want to watch, great. That's great. cool too. Yeah. Sounds good. And yep. be yourself. Be exactly. yourself.
0: I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. One can never know if they are in the wrong circle, if they never reveal who they are within their circle. Right. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. Kirsty. I just, I think that's the perfect ending right there. There's nothing I can add to that. Um, where can people find you? I've got, I will put your, I will put your website in the show notes, but is there places on social media they can find you and, and stumble across your brilliant content?
1: Beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. They can find me both on TikTok and Instagram at kirstie.pratt and that's K-I-R-S-T-I dot period, like period. Pratt, P-R-A-T-T, and um, yeah, like I said, I put out things that I feel called to. Sometimes I post once a week. Sometimes I post multiple times a week. You get what you get, and if you like the journey, wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's well, and it's well worth the follow, guys. I can, I can guarantee <laughs> that. All right, Kirsty. why well, thank you for everything. Stick around for a couple minutes when we're done here. I'll, I'll give you details on what we're doing after this. But uh, guys, I thank you for tuning in. Check Kirsty out. If you don't follow her, give her a follow. And she's just getting started. I can't wait to watch your journey unfold. And as always, guys, if you ever need anything, I'm available for you. You can reach out to me on DM. You can reach out to me on email. Jerry at biohackingtruth.com. Text me give me a phone call. I don't care. It happens all the time. 406-241-3763. Again, that's a direct line. And one more time, I'm excited to share with you my superfood supplement line and meal replacement line. Click the link fi- fly link in my bio. You can save $50 today by making your first purchase. I thank you guys for tuning in. Keep an eye out for your Substack and Spotify subscriptions. This will be uploaded very soon. But until next time, peace, much love and live well. Thank you. Thank you.